Hey guys, welcome back to Modify Lifestyle. I am your host, Andrew. It's your boy, Ranch. And I know we've talked about Tesla a lot on this podcast. A lot. Elon Musk is a very good troll, yeah, I'd say. The master troll. Yeah, exactly. On the internet. And in the past week, I think Lucid Air, so they're like one of Tesla's probably smaller competitors, mm-hmm. but they do have a very good competitive advantage in the market right now mm-hmm. um, with their Lucid Air being like probably the closest contender to a Tesla Model S. Yep which is Tesla's like highest end sedan. Mm-hmm. So in the past week, they actually dropped the base price of their Lucid Air to 69000 I think 900 mm-hmm. And then obviously Elon has to like kind of rebuttal there. Yeah. And he also dropped the price of the base model Model S. Yeah. And being the master troll that he is, he dropped it to 69420 Yeah. So that's classic Elon. Yeah. Um, I think I remember like last year, I think, I think he put in his instagram or his twitter bio that mm-hmm. his birthday is 69 days after 420 <laughs> <laughs> so like he's quite the jokester yeah he definitely you know cracks himself up yeah his, his twitter is it's quite comical so i yeah. think if you have twitter definitely follow elon on twitter very interesting guy very interesting ceo i should say i think a lot of people would benefit if their ceo was a lot more like open like elon musk is yeah i i think he uh, actually reveals a lot of stuff online more than he actually should. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like any other CEO would be like really secretive and stuff. Elon's very open, right? And I think he's kind of figured it out that that's kind of what people like about companies, right? Like it's the whole uh, Wendy's Twitter account all over again, right? Where Wendy's really doesn't have any filter on their page. And I, I think that's what people really like about companies uh, really jumping into it nowadays. I think we've even seen McDonald's do some of it. Uh, obviously not as to to that extent but it's really fun to see like companies really jump into it yeah and what's interesting about tesla too is that elon like just because he's so active on twitter he actually interacts with like a lot of tesla owners and fans on twitter and like you might not realize it but like a lot of the features in teslas are customer feedback so like people on twitter they they recommend these features to Elon via Twitter, and then he eventually implements them in the cars. I honestly think that's they're the only company that actually does that. Right? Yeah, I think so. They're the only company that actually listens to the consumers, right? Everyone else kind of just does their own thing. Obviously, they do take feedback from their customers, but it's through like trade shows, right? Yeah, yeah. They don't actually go online and ask for everyone's opinion. Yeah, Tesla, they definitely have like a different form of interaction mm-hmm. with their customers and their future customers as well. But anyways, moving on to more interesting news. Uh, we've talked about Hennessy Performance a lot, a lot on the podcast. You know, they're pretty well known in like the performance aftermarket world mm-hmm. of like any vehicle, basically. Yeah, it's not like Shelby that mainly just does Ford, right? Uh, I think Hennessy really tries to take on as much as they can, which goes to show that they're re- really up and coming brand. So they recently announced that they're going to be building a Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat and it's going to have... A thousand horsepower. I I feel like the, uh, Dodge does crazy enough, and I think this kind of adds on top of it, right? So I think they're still calling this a Hellcat, right? Yeah, I believe so. I think it's yeah. just it's essentially like a supercharger upgrade kit. Yeah, which is I mean, it's the most common thing that everyone's gonna end up doing anyways, right? Uh, a lot of people that are into modding these SUVs, cars, especially from Dodge, they're gonna end up touching anything from the engine anyways. So them just giving this to their uh, consumers will actually just you know speed it up and i think a lot of people will pay to actually get this already done to the car and obviously for its rarity 
Yeah, so let's just kind of like break it down. So like I think a couple months ago they actually announced this new Durango SRT Hellcat, yeah. which by itself is insane. Yeah. Like it's it's a seven seater SUV yeah. with seven hundred horsepower. Like when do you ever need that? Hey, I'll, uh, you can you can send it with the family. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be a lot of fun. A lot. But obviously Hennessy, you know they they like to go above and beyond with all their builds. So. A thousand horsepower in this SUV is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Some of the other numbers, um, it goes zero to sixty in two point eight seconds, which it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I think that's like the fastest zero to sixty I've seen in like a seven seater, and an SUV in general. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, in any SUV in general too. And it goes, it does the quarter mile in ten point eight seconds. So it's a okay. ten second car. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, ten second SUV. Yeah, ten second whale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> So in terms of the upgrades, obviously the most common is the supercharger system. They obviously upgrade that from the stock one that usually it comes with. Honestly, there's a lot more on this list, uh, but essentially they're going to be upgrading everything so that it can actually handle the power. Yeah, and they actually put like a lot of research and like development yeah. into this. You know, they're also going to be doing like dyno testing. You know, they're going to be testing like the high speeds, make sure it's like stable, not like that much power. Right. Um, and they also come with the warranty too, which is surprising. I didn't think they'll actually offer something like that. I think this is really good for people that are into performance cars in general. I think it's really cool that uh, performance brands are even offering warranty. I know a lot of like uh, dealerships even started offering. these warranties to customers right uh especially ford uh when it when they came out with their focus rs uh they started offering like special warranties for performance even but obviously that would be void if you like do like burnouts or use it for the track purposes like the drift mode i think the, the the focus rs came with that right maybe they have something the same similar to that that really prevents the owners from misusing this system but again it's a thousand horsepower suv and not many companies out there even make this. Yeah, it's definitely a good like fail safe too. Cause like I know a lot of people mod the Hellcat engine. Like even in the mm-hmm. I think the Trackhawk for the Grand Cherokee. Right. People mod those things to make like a thousand horsepower easily, right? Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see that they're actually offering like a warranty that's warrants their work itself, right? Because this is a lot of work to put into a car like this. Especially if you're gonna be like I'm pretty sure they expect people to rip it. Like, let's be honest. You have a thousand horsepower yeah. SUV. You're going to rip it. You're probably going to take it to the track, drag strip, whatever. Exactly. So it's nice to see that they're offering something like this. And, you know, crazy enough, like a thousand horsepower on a Hellcat engine. You know, we've seen it before. We've never seen it in a car like this or an SUV like this. Exactly. Right. And I think that that's what kind of makes Hennessy more unique. Um, they haven't done any, no other brand, performance brand has done a performance SUV. Obviously, Dodge does their thing, but I think this kind of just puts more into it. Like, Dodge is crazy enough, but it kind of shows that Hennessy is even crazier. In terms of availability, uh, Hennessy, they haven't announced when this car is going to be available. Obviously, I think this 2021 Durango is set to go on sale next year, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we haven't heard much information about it. But Hennessy claims that they're only going to be making 50 of these cars anyways. So yep. like all of Hennessy performance cars, you know, it's super limited. So mm-hmm. and I assume that the price is probably going to be pretty expensive as well. All right. So now we're going to move on to our main topic. So I know on the podcast, you know, we talk about a lot of like JDM cars. You know, that's what we're a fan of, like all these tuner cars and all that kind of stuff. But like one thing I want to touch on is that Toronto's like car community is huge like outside of like the the tuners you know the cars that like Mm -hmm. we like there's a lot of like exotic car collectors in the Toronto and I think a lot of people don't actually know about this no they definitely do not and uh, I mean 
it, it's a huge emerging trend, right? Not even trend. It, it's something that a lot of people are doing nowadays. Uh, they want to preserve their favorite cars around the world. And in Toronto especially, we've seen a lot more collectors come up, right? Any cars, right? Not only like Ferraris, Lambos. We've seen people collect Fords even, right? Like the Ford GTs. Even like the Ford, like Shelby Cobras. Like those are like super rare and like super rare with like Ferraris and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people in Toronto actually collect these cars. And like there's like a lot of history on these kind of cars too. Like I remember... I remember back at like the auto show, there was a Shelby Cobra there. And, you know, they always show like the stories behind these collector's cars. And I believe this Cobra, it was wrecked in a race. It was one of like the famous races that they used to do back in the days. Mm-hmm. And it was a wreck and it was like a write-off. Someone bought it. They rebuilt the whole car and then they brought it to Canada. Right. So like cars like that, they have so much history. And, you know, we see more exotic cars in Toronto. Like, for example, um, I believe Floyd Mayweather's Bugatti Veyron. Someone actually bought it in Toronto and they actually... You know, they actually drive it around, too. Yeah. I haven't seen it in person, obviously. But I've actually seen it on, like, pages like uh, Toronto Car Spotting. A lot of people have actually spotted that car. Yeah, it's a very flashy car. You know, like, Floyd Mayweather, he likes to drive flashy cars, obviously. Mm -hmm. With the Bugatti, um, I think it's white and it has, like, chrome accents on it. Yeah. Right? So, very flashy car. It's hard to miss it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that collector actually has a lot of rare cars, too. Like, the Jaguar XJ220. Now, this car... I'm sure a lot of people don't know what it is. Now, this car, I believe when it first came out, it was actually one of the fastest, like, supercars in the world. Um, it was a V12, naturally aspirated. You know, it had all the bells and whistles of a car mm-hmm. of the 90s. And, you know, just because of that, it's super rare now because a lot of these cars were used in racing and they were either, like, wrecked or, like, destroyed or whatever. So, like, it's, like, a super valuable car right now. And we've actually seen a couple different ones in the GTA. Yeah, for sure. It's like one of the craziest build, uh, cars out there, right? When when it first came out, and it, it was highly anticipated by a lot because uh, it was essentially supposed to be Jaguar's return to the Lemos, which a lot of manufacturers actually build their cars for. In terms of the looks, it looks like a, uh, I mean, it's a very 70s, 80s designs. Obviously, they went for like aerodynamics, so it's it's not the best looking car, but it's not the worst either. Yeah, I'm not a, like huge fan of the, the design itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously like very like 90s ish, right? I have never, I don't think I've ever seen one of these on the actual road. No. Pretty sure whoever owns this in the GTA, they don't even drive it, right? Because it's a collector's car at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah, super rare, like. The history behind it is crazy. Like, you could read stories upon stories about this car. It's endless. So, in terms of, like, car collectors, obviously, we've seen a bunch really try to collect stock cars, keep them that way, and just maintain them. That's, like, the main objective, right? So, I'm, I'm sure many have heard of Happy Hippie, essentially a car collector as well. He tries to actually mod the cars as much as possible instead of you know i think he has a bit of both actually he he has everything literally muscle cars exotics and you know even sports cars right one of my favorites uh, of his collectors uh, honestly is his school bus and it, it's because it's so different it has like all these like flames on it and it's essentially like a, an 80 slash 90 school bus and he just modded it to like no belief and essentially it's it's just to look cool right? and i think that he does a really good job with all of his builds tries to make them all different he's probably one of my favorite uh, collectors in the gta not even the gta in ontario uh because he he tends to do everything much more differently than everyone else instead of like collecting the car or letting them sit there he actually drives all of them right and i think in terms of collecting that's the main thing right you want to collect a car so that you can enjoy it, not just to have it sit in your garage and just sit there 
Yeah, exactly. And, like, he's, like, a huge car collector, too. Like, from what I've seen on Instagram, mm -hmm. I believe he has, like, probably, like, the most amount of cars I've ever seen. Yeah. Of everyone, of anyone on Instagram. Yeah. Um, like Randall said, like, he has, like, everything from, like, supercars, hypercars, you know, yeah. muscle. He has even some, like, rat rods and stuff, too. And, like, he fully customized a lot of his cars. And one thing I like, too, is that he's super creative with his license plates. Yeah. So, like, a lot of his cars has, like, custom license plates. Yeah. And, like, for example, like, his Bugatti Chiron. Yeah. The license plate is, it's it's basically, like, a short form. But what it reads is, funds are low. Yeah. It's one of the most comedic things in the car community. Yeah. Because everyone knows that car is worth, like, millions. Yeah, right? exactly. And funds are low it's just the most hilarious thing of life yeah and like like ryan just said too like he actually drives his car i believe his bugatti yeah. it has like twenty thousand kilometers or something which on is it. crazy which is crazy for a car like that like yeah. nobody actually drives a bugatti that much yeah like a lot of these cars they just keep them in the garage keep the kilometers low and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. but like i like that he actually enjoys his cars too a lot of like he does a lot of different builds so like some of his cars are like full whiteouts mm -hmm. like literally everything is white from interior to exterior which is crazy if you think about yeah. it and like some of these are brand new cars too yeah they're I like brand new yeah there's a rolls royce cullinan like he this is like a brand new car and he's essentially done that right it's a full-out white out car um interior is white uh exterior is obviously white and the, the wheels are white as well yeah right? and i think he has like a really nice body kit on that car too yeah and even like his he has an aventador and a huracan and it has like this really cool kind of like geometric it, it reminds me of like a kaleidoscope yeah you know what when you turn it it changes colors and all that it's kind of like that it's really cool it's a really cool wrap that he did on that car but yeah we could talk en endless about his collection like his collection is crazy like we'll, we'll link him in the show notes so if you guys want to check him out yeah i think what's even crazier is his actual garage a lot of people don't actually say this right uh, obviously most collectors don't really like to reveal the garage but he's essentially made it so that he can even have visitors there and it's not only that, it's the signage, right? Like, he, he actually doesn't even only collect cars, but anything related to cars, right? Like, signage. I think I've seen, like, old, like, Coca-Cola machines, right? Yeah, and uh, even, like, old, um, like, gas station pumps and all exactly, that kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, he collects a little bit of everything, right? In terms of cars. And I think that's what really makes him an outstanding collector because he does everything yeah he's definitely like one of the, like the most well-known collectors in the gta you know he shows up to a lot of meets even like some of our meets too he's brought his cars over yeah too and, and he's a super cool dude too like if you want to go up and talk to him like he's super friendly and all that kind of stuff yeah so overall like his collection is crazy you know he's a really good guy and he actually drives his car that's probably the best part about it yeah one of my favorite collectors in the gta he's actually the owner of odto so it's like a hype store kind of thing in downtown toronto i'm sure a lot of people know about that if you're into that kind of stuff but his car collection is like next level like he has like the rarest cars like you'll ever find in terms of like supercars mm -hmm. probably one of like the rarest lamborghinis out there is the lamborghini centenario mm -hmm. and he has the roadster variant of it which is one of 20 in the world right that car i think it's worth over like three million dollars or something and this car it's fully exposed carbon fiber all the way around including the wheels too and like most of his cars too are like are like a similar spec too like so he has like a 675 lt and it's fully exposed carbon fiber as well he also has a senna mm -hmm. which is fully exposed carbon fiber you know he obviously loves the carbon fiber i really like that too i like how he specs out his cars like the, it's just like the perfect spec like the senna it's fully exposed carbon fiber and then the interior is like all blue accents yeah 
I think one of the biggest collectors, as we said, was Happy Hippie. I think this collector really goes to get the best spec. Yeah, definitely. He definitely has like one of some of the rarest cars out there, you know, like the Senna and the Centenario, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, he's also had a SVJ 63, yeah. which is, I think that car is like a million dollars. They only made like 63 of them. And he had one, I think that one was like, it was in like the super rare like matte black mm-hmm. color obviously you know he likes the rare cars you know that's what that's kind of what he's into he's also had like a lamborghini diablo he's had like a couple of ventadors you know the performante so his collection like he obviously prefers like the supercars, but like his cars are crazy like the specs are insane i love the carbon fiber like i love the exposed carbon fiber on his cars mm-hmm. and he actually drives them too like yeah he drives these cars like all around toronto and stuff again what we love yeah we love exactly. to see you know any collector to just drive their car one account that i really enjoy the content from is it's actually a detailer's account so i'll, I'll link it in the show notes obviously but they detail a lot of like high-end cars and a lot of like collectors too so they do like fleet packages so they detail like an entire fleet of cars and like just looking through the instagram of this person it's a uh, ali auto bath elite there they detail probably like some of the highest end cars in the gta like there's this one collector like these are all private collectors obviously you know they don't have a huge social media presence mm-hmm. so i believe on this account it's probably like the only place that you'll see their cars and like this one collector is like a full ferrari collection so they have like a 488 pista you know an f40 la ferrari you know i see like an f12 and like all of these ferraris like super rare ferraris too and like it's stuff that you don't really see on their street every day honestly i didn't know about this uh, account re- uh, until you Andrew really told me about it and I'm kind of impressed right like I didn't know this was actually a thing uh, a detailer for exotic cars really cool to see because you really see cars that you probably have never seen ever and it's actually really insightful yeah definitely I think like this account they really it really puts like the car culture in Toronto into perspective like you don't really expect people in Toronto to have cars like this yeah and garages like this too like Toronto like I don't know where you'd even find a place like this. It looks like it's underground or something. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's super low-key for this owner, too. And that's kind of that's kind of what we've seen a lot in the collectors, too. Like, a lot of them are very public, but there's also a lot that are super low-key. You know, they keep... They don't have, like, a huge social media presence. You know, they kind of just enjoy their collection and their cars by themselves. Yeah, yeah I, I think it, they're not there for the clout. They're really just trying to enjoy the vehicle, trying to just drive it, right? Ferrari collector in particular too. They have two LaFerraris. So one's like a regular LaFerrari and I think one's a LaFerrari Apertha. So super rare cars on its own. I've actually never seen a LaFerrari in person, even though there's a lot of them in Toronto. I've never seen them at like any car meets, any shows on the road, anything like that. So that's actually one car that's kind of like that I kind of want to see in person. I really want to get photos of. I think one of our biggest dreams is to have like a, a really big garage full of cars. One that really stands out has a underground garage and it's essentially full with all of his exotics. So he has like his Aventador, his Bugatti uh, Veyron and a, a Porsche Carrera GT. And honestly, one of the th- cra- three craziest cars that I've ever seen. And this guy got it in his garage. Honestly, I just love the Carrera GT. Like I've never seen one of those in person on the road i'm pretty sure no one drives it just because how rare it is but like the current gt it's kind of like an icon for porsche and the fact that like some like people in the gta have these like locked up in the garage too which it it's actually it blows my mind too like one of the biggest like car vents in the gta is 
cars and coffee like engineered automotive cars and coffee they're like the ogs and that's the only event that i've seen brings out these kind of cars like collector cars like this and obviously this year with covid19 all that stuff uh, we didn't see any cars and coffee this year but hopefully next year we could see a lot more of these collector cars kind of come out yeah i definitely look forward to that uh I think this year was a, a bit of a letdown, but it, what can we do, right? Like, we don't have any control over it. For next year, I, I definitely want to see a lot more of these cars in person. And I would definitely want to go to, like, uh, Cars and Coffee, one of the best events out there, uh, even if it's just a meet. It has one of the best vibes, and a lot of the cars are very qualitative. And just looking at, like, the, in the owner of this garage, you know, his collection is, like, endless like we talked about like the svj you know the veyron and the courage gt mm -hmm. but he also has like a lamborghini Countach, you know a ford gt he has a couple other lamborghinis too so he's definitely like a huge fan of like the supercars and like high performance and from his instagram too it looks like he actually he takes his cars to the track too so he has a lot of like obviously his cars are very high performance and he definitely makes use of them as well. Like, I, I think one of my favorite pictures, just from his page, is G3 RS that he really went crazy with um, on the track and ended up, I guess, crashing it. Really goes to show that there's really wealthy people out there that beat the shit out of their supercars too, which is very inspiring. Yeah, and I think one of my favorite parts about this collector in in general is his garage like we've talked about how our dream is to get like a really nice garage and to collect cars and all that kind of stuff but like his garage it looks like it's underground but like he has an elevator for his cars <laughs> which is crazy like i've never seen that before yeah. but yeah i think what we're trying to get at here is that you know the toronto car community is heavily underrated you know in terms of like collect car collectors supercars all that kind of stuff there's a lot of people in toronto who actually have a lot of rare cars and you know they actually race them you know take them to the track they actually like beat on them too right which in theory you know that's what they're built for they're built for performance you know a lot of people mm -hmm. take advantage of that yeah i mean we've seen it uh, in the past right people just store their cars and i think that seeing the other opposite side of that where people actually go to the track with their cars is really nice to see and obviously we encourage everyone to actually use a car to what for what they were built for right not just storing it not driving it through the winter is one thing but not driving it at all even in the summer it's kind of messed up for the car yeah i know a lot of people like prefer to have like garage queens for example mm -hmm. it's nice to see that people actually take their cars out enjoy their cars you know that's what kind of what it's for mm -hmm. and that's what like the car community is all about too it's enjoying the cars you know enjoying the passion with other people yeah and it's nice to see that you know even like the high-end even like the most high-end cars out there, people are doing that with. All right, that's enough uh, talking about exotics. We're going to move on to car of the week. All right, so this week's car of the week, the Instagram is fake Bentley. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure a lot of people can figure out what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Chrysler 300. It's bagged on some nice Ford Giotto wheels. They look very big. They look like probably like 22s or something. They look like a flex. Yeah, definitely a flex. And yeah, that's about it. Just bagged. It looks really clean. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It's a very clean, clean build. A lot of people don't really mod these newer 300s. Uh, I'm guessing because of the price tag that comes with it. It's really cool to see that someone has actually decided to touch one of these and uh, bag it, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this, this platform is heavily underused mainly because it's chrysler and people don't really touch chrysler cars at the end of the day i mean to my knowledge there's not much you could do to this a lot of people just like do custom parts on this you know obviously with the market being so small there's not a whole lot you could do so bags and wheels it, it does the job yeah for sure i've seen a couple of these actually get turned into uh performance cars so i think uh, cgr performance actually has has done a couple of them in the past mainly just to bump up horsepower in general i think this is a very good like vip build 
Uh, not a lot of people touch it and it's like very low-key good on the owner for actually taking on this uh, this build because not a lot of people invest money into this thing all right so next up we're going to be talking about some of the events coming up so we have cscs this is on saturday october 24th at grand bend motorplex uh, i believe this is their last show of the season you know they had their season finale i think last month but this is kind of like a drifting and time attack show so it's not really car show it's more of like a driver's event if you want to like take your car there kind of like slide around you know do some laps all that kind of stuff they also have a drag drag strip as well mm -hmm. so if you're into that you know there's a lot of opportunities here to get kind of like the last driving session in for the season if you want more information check out their instagram which is cscs racing you can register online as well at their website and this is their halloween event so you know they have some other halloween inspired competitions and all that kind of stuff too uh just check out their instagram you'll get all the information there all right guys uh thank you guys for listening to our podcast every single week we really appreciate you guys if you guys have any topics or ideas or any other recommendations definitely hit us up at northside whips on facebook or instagram or definitely shoot us an email northsidewhips at gmail.com if you want to check out any of the stuff we talked about today check out the show notes we'll have everything linked down below including the car of the week i'm sure you guys will enjoy that and once again, thank you guys for listening every single week to our podcast. We greatly appreciate that. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>